are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Today's episode is presented by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Rockauto.com. Ulysses, I have one word scoreboard. Scoreboard. 5 2 win yesterday. Season series victory, eight to two, four and a half game lead over the Yankees in the AL East. Scoreboard. Start spreading the news. Mm-hmm. Daddy is home. Okay. That's what's yeah. happening. Eight two in the season series. I mean, I mean, did anybody that was a that is a race fan sleep uh w- w- without a grin? From ear to ear, I mean that was that was the best that could have happened. I mean, if you would have scripted out the last forty eight hours of, of 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 the middle game and the and and the rubber match yesterday, and who the the cast of characters were and mm-hmm. what they did in both games, I mean Hollywood would be licking its chops because you cannot script it better than it came out. I had a feeling that the Rays were going to come back and answer, and answer they did. I mean, right from the gun. Five straight hits. It was like, (laughs) that was, again, I use this analogy all the time, but that is adult slow pitch softball. That's what it looked like. Jordan Montgomery, no leg kick, just pitching a con, serving him up there. Okay, hit it, boys. Let's see if our fielders can get it. Oh, that one's over the fence. That one's over the fence. It was beautiful. I mean, it was beautiful, but you 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 had to know they were going to come out. But the way that they did come out was just – it was beautiful. And, and I, I love the adult softball league. I don't know if Jordan Montgomery is not really – it doesn't feel like a truly uh, – like a Yankee. Maybe he was a little bit of a spy there. But, I mean, No, that was the drone. You. That was the drone that was doing all the spying. There you go. That's, That's happened, it. what, uh, twice now? One in Fenway Park and now hmm. one in Yankee Stadium? Is uh, Bar- against the Rays? Yeah. Interesting. I'm just saying. Yeah, Barstool Sports doing its thing. I like it. Um, look, it's. It, I think it's. It's. It's a fantastic outcome. Obviously, they did what Tommy Pham was speaking about last year. Success is revenge, mm-hmm. and and. In the heat of the moment, you feel like okay. You know what? Drill DJ. Drill whoever. Gardner always never at the head. You know, give them a, a good, uh, especially when you they hit Renfro, which, by the way, obviously it wasn't intentional. Right. We know that Heller did not try to throw at Renfro, but it's still, I mean, you have to eject him after everything that's happened. I'm sorry. You have Absol- to eject No, him. you absolutely have to, and that's why the Rays played it smart and before the game had a plan of don't hit 
anybody because we can't, we want to win this game at the end of the day. Right. We want to win this game and get further in the standings. And our ultimate goal is winning a world series, not plunking Yankees hitters. Like that's what we want to do at the end of the day. And we've got too many injuries, pal, yes. uh, in, 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 with, with pitchers. So you can't afford having a guy like John Curtis or whoever to plunk a dude and then miss the next three to four games. So you can't do that. So the race played its smart success is revenge. I mean, where do we start with, with, with what happened yesterday? I mean, you could go so many different directions. I think the story of the game, of course, is Mike Brousseau hitting two home runs and getting the last out of the game. I mean, you talk about a Hollywood script. That's, that's what it is right there. And Brousseau, like, he is the most anti-Yankees player mm-hmm. of all time. No silver spoon, no privilege, no pretentious attitude. Like, this guy, you talk about grinder from a blue-collar Northwest Indiana family. Drafted. Undrafted, undrafted out of Oakland University. It's not He didn't go to an SEC, ACC, or California powerhouse. This guy uh-huh. has had to earn his spot everywhere he's gone, and he, he's never topped any prospect list. When, when we, before last year, when did we ever yeah. hear of Mike Brousseau? N- nobody. Oh, it, yeah, n- nobody was talking about Mike Brousseau, but he, he let his production on the field force the raise hand, which is great. Every day he showed up to the, to, to, to the ballpark. Every day since he was five years old. That's why he's where he is. Mm-hmm. That work ethic. We were talking about it in yesterday with uh, Nate Lowe, who was nice to, to see him getting him a couple of walks. That was nice. Um, good at the plate. A uh, couple strikeouts, though. Um, but Mike Brousseau, Frenchie, mon meilleur ami. Okay, my best friend. Okay, okay I needed you to translate that for me because I was not going to. You had to explain Mon that to our listenership. I mean, uh, look, man, it, it, what, a, what a game. Good for him. I mean, I bet that if, if all Rays fans slept with a grin, uh, his was definitely obviously bigger. We also got to see Randy Rosarena's complete skill set. You got to see the power bat. You mm-hmm. got to see the speed. You got to see the throwing arm. The baseball IQ is there. I, I, look, Randy's going to do really— Baseball unicorn. You're going to see really nice things. I'm, he's no trout, but he's going to be a very productive player, especially as he matures a little bit better. I think he can get a little bit bigger. Yeah. Uh, you know. Is KK nervous? Is KK nervous? Like, okay, uh, my time in Tampa Bay may be up after this season after seeing Randy Rosarina. I mean, his, KK uh, is not. I mean, KK's not doing bat with the bat either. No. He's. I he's mean, d- He's doing what you expect from KK. He's not doing – I mean, of course, I mean, we got to give him credit for the three home runs, three consecutive nights and everything. But yeah. Randy, 25 years old, this guy is a spunky yes. player. Uh, yeah, I really like Randy Rosarina. Let's also remember, too, like he's got pretty good vision and plate discipline. Like he spits on curveballs, and he, he spits yeah. on breaking balls outside the zone. Like he – I mean, of course, everybody's going to strike out, but he's got – he has got a mature approach – at the plate, and and you know I, I always wished I, I I could have seen Pete Rose play, so that's why mm-hmm. I love Kevin Kiermaier with a walk. He sprints to first. Gotta love that. Did you see Randy? How he sprint from home to first? I mean, it was now, but he made a yes. close play out of it. I mean, that's wanting it, and you love seeing players wanting it, and and, and so that was great with Randy. But lastly, how? Yeah about that stable 
Okay. I mean, the stable was on point. You started with Morton, baby steps with Charlie, okay? Uncle Charlie's going to get there. I'm not at all upset with with the two innings. How about you? No, I think that was perfect, and, and that's what we knew going in. He was going to get two to three innings, 40 to 50 pitches. I think he threw 37 or something like that. I think what was not just the fact that he threw two innings and, and was solid through that, but showing his stuff looked like 2019 Charlie. He had the fastball back up to 95, 96, and the curveball working. Maybe that's a byproduct of being pumped up, amped up for the Yankee game. Maybe. Maybe a little adrenaline, but the, but to show, okay, it's actually there as opposed to his first start or two where it was like, I'm throwing a lot of 91, 92. Now it's up to 94, 95, 96, which you've got to love to see. I mean, if you're telling me the adrenaline is there without fans in, mm-hmm. in, in Yankee Stadium on September 2nd, I bet the adrenaline is going to be there on October 2nd. Yes. So that is going to be good news for them. Curtis, I mean, he keeps wowing me, man. I mean, <laughs> John Curtis, uh, wow. He, please keep it going, Johnny. Diego, clutch, loop, hello. My boy, though. How about my boy, Aaron Sleegers? Uh, sluggers. Yeah. No, he's, he's doing what he, he's doing a good job since he gave up that grand slam in Fenway park. He is, yeah. One to two innings. That's what you need. Just add him. Yes. He is not, uh, over assuming he's, he's a guy that you need right now. And, And I think what that goes to show is the Rays trust their group. They didn't have to go out and make any trades. They didn't have to acquire Tony Watson or, or Kevin Gosman, or hey, we or got Castro. We, you know what? The other day you asked me for a guy uh, that that would be uh, interesting. Uh, we have talked about Castro from the Orioles. I think he got moved to the Mets. Was it okay? So, somebody got him. Somebody they moved got, a lot of I, I like. I know stuff. they moved Givens and everything, but I mean, yeah. hey, we we saw our first qu- trade acquisition and and yeah. Charlie Morton. He, He's back. Like you know, yeah. that's you know, you look at it another way again. And I think Anderson's coming back on Friday, so. It's, it's one news. of those things. If, if the team was able to win like they have without those guys and getting those guys back and Morton looking, having as good of stuff as we've seen since 2019, it's, looking it's a pretty good, good sign. By the <laughs> way, you, you mentioned the grin and the smile you had from that yeah. game. Is that about the, the biggest grin or smile you made since the wild card game of last year? Was it, was it that to that level-ish kind it, of? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was uh, it was definitely playoff baseball in the sense that I did not take off my eyes from the TV. Right. And when I needed to go to the fridge, uh, I made it a, a quick visit. Mm-hmm. Um, but Well, you had time uh, during that drone delay. You had a good uh, five, six minutes. Yeah, there, yeah. So. Uh, the Twitter machine always keeps rolling, so you got to uh, keep up with that. But no, it was a very interesting game. Yeah, and akin to the wild card game, maybe not as much, but it was uh, it was close. You know what else was great about that game? Last thing is the the cheering and the chatter from yes. the Rays dugout throughout the entire game. I'm sure the Yes Network on their broadcast they probably muted it and, and shut it probably. off. But you could hear it vividly uh, on Fox Sports Sun. Um, Although, and- do they use the same uh, feed, Fox Sports to the Yes Network? Because sometimes they were oh, showing know. up stuff uh, from that looked like a Yankees point of view. They were like showing, you know. Oh, that's um, possible too. Yeah. Highlights, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. Yeah. Uh, th- that first inning, and every time the Rays did something, the dugout was like BA said, like a little league yes. dugout. And also, talking about the broadcast, 
BA has taken off his gloves and decided he's going uh he's going all out. And me as a race fan who has always enjoyed BA's commentary, I'm here for it with popcorn. Okay? I love it. I love it when BA is just as honest as he was last night. Love it. We need BA uh A to get him on the podcast, B for him to have his own podcast. Unhinged BA. Yes. Is what we need. Unhinged Brian Anderson. And we're not talking <laughs> about the Marlins outfield. We're talking about hey, our RBA. And I the other thing I loved about the 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 dugout chatter, if you will, every time like a Yankees pitcher sailed a pitch or threw a ball, like you could hear the oh, whoa, what do you what was that? Like it was like <laughs> it was like Tony Soprano doing the whoa, like one of those yeah. things. That was legendary, legendary yeah. for sure. All right, we will continue this discussion, get to some listener comments and much more. But first, got to tell you about Indeed.com. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer is valid through September 30th. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmates it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. So no more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate. Download Postmates and save with code LOCKEDON. Hey, what's up, fellas? This is Chris at TP underscore Bucks underscore for life. Hey, man, just stoked for the win. I'm glad, the you know, the as we all anticipated, the Rays weren't going to retaliate. They handled it with class, and they went out and just outplayed the Yankees, taking uh, 
eight to two lead on this series for the year, um, in the regular season at least. But hey, man, you know a lot of good things coming out tonight. You know, Randy, he did his thing. Uh, you know, a nice throw from the outfield on that double play. Nice uh, home run. Um, just proud of where this team is at and where I think they're going, and nothing but up. You know, and now you know they get to go and play teams that are not 500, and you know, hopefully that helps us uh, even more running away with the division. And um, yeah, overall, man, I'm just I'm really happy the way they finished and played. Uh, looks like we're gonna probably get Nick Anderson back uh, this Friday. It looks like I, they just optioned to Garcia back to the alternate site. So uh, everything's starting to come back together. Um, just proud of this team. And uh, go Rays and uh, keep doing what you guys do. Hey, Kevin. Uh, hey, Ulysses. And hello to everyone who is listening uh, to the Locked on Rays podcast. And, you know, I just wanted to give a few of my thoughts on what happened on Tuesday night between uh, the Rays and Yankees. Now, there isn't, you know, much that I can say that hasn't already been said uh, about this. So I'm going to try and keep it brief. And I'm just going to mention a couple of things that I think might be flying a bit under the radar or have been kind of lost in the shuffle due to all the drama that uh, this game has brought. The first thing is that, you know, assuming let's assume for just a moment that Yankee fans are right and it wasn't intentional. All right. But Intentional or not, do you seriously expect Brasso to be happy-go-lucky after a 100-mile-an-hour fastball nearly hit him in the head? You know, you you kind of expect a guy to be a bit mad about that, a little bit irate. And if Brasso is going to be a little bit mad, then of course the raised bench is going to start chirping. And of course Kevin Cash is going to be angry. So, you know, Yankee fans calling the Rays a bunch of crybabies is just... You know, it just really speaks to a lack of ability to see something from someone else's viewpoint, in my opinion. Now, the other thing I wanted to mention was that this is can also be used as a deliberate tactic. And I think that part of it is also the Yankees trying to use it as a, de- as a deliberate tactic, because if you'll notice, the Yankees are usually used to beating the Rays, especially in Yankee Stadium, and suddenly now that's not happening. Um, You know, in the history of, you know, just sports in general, there have been stories like this. Take, for example, you know, the 1984 season with the Braves and Padres. You know, back then, the Padres and Braves were in the same division, and the Padres had been, you know, really bad for their entire organizational history up until this point, and suddenly they start winning, and they start, you know, winning a lot. And it was the Braves who were experiencing the brunt of this because they were the dominant team up until that point. And suddenly the Padres start winning. And it resulted in one of the largest brawls in MLB history. In my opinion, the best brawl in MLB history. Now, the final thing I wanted to quickly mention was that we need to normalize calling the Rays bullpen the stable. Okay, that needs to happen. I saw that on Twitter and I, you know, figured I'd share it with you guys. The raised bullpen is now the stable, okay? I don't make the rules. That's, you know, just how it goes.
All right. We want to thank Chris and Daniel for sending in those voice memos. You can find Chris on Twitter at TB underscore bucks underscore for life and Daniel at Sutsugo fan club. Uh, Ulysses, Daniel mentioned brawls and brawling and baseball. I want to bring this up to you on the fly. Okay. And benches cleared the other <laughs> okay. night. Okay. If there's three guys, three players, if you can think of them on the Rays roster that you absolutely have to have in your corner for a fight or a brawl, like, okay, I've got, I've got these boys by my side. I am set. I am okay. Uh, I, I can give you mine if you want. And I, I got definitely one guy. Okay, give me one guy. Peter Fairbanks. Great pick. Bro, he is on that my dude, list. Dude, he is intense. Did you see how he waved off the Rays medical staff in Quatraro when the ball came back to him? He he was just so in the zone. He <laughs> he was fanning them away aggressively. It was uh, it was so aggressive that they didn't even show the reaction from the Rays dugout. I think the broadcast was no. That's that, that's yeah. too much embarrassing. Peter Fairbanks. That's that is a number good one. Pick. Yeah. Crazy eyes. He is Dude. intensity. Six foot six, <laughs> two ten. That, that good reach. Throws I like 99. the reach. Yeah. You don't want to, uh, you don't want to cross him. I think no. some other maybe honorable mentions. I think Mike Zanino for sure. Somebody uh, was talking about Zanino yesterday on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he's built like a linebacker. Yeah. Big Italian lug. Come on. That's you want him in your corner. Yandy. Uh, of course. Okay. Yandi, yes, when push comes to shove, and I do think yes, I mean, for intimidation factors, and he could throw down, but I feel like he's too, he's too nice of a guy. He's always smiling, and, <laughs> and he's always hurt, too. Like, let's be honest. I mean, coming, no, no, these are all when they're all healthy, when they're all healthy. Okay, I got you. I, really, I mean, as far as brawls, really, you can go with a myriad of, of Rays relievers. Like, Nick Anderson, I bet, can throw down. Chaz Rowe, I bet, can throw down. Chaz Rowe seems like he has had a couple bar fights, even if he's yes. never stepped into a bar. He just bar looks like Kentucky, that character. Country strong. Yes, that is a guy <laughs> yeah. that, even though he's kind of lanky, those are almost the guys you need to fear the most, the, the tall, lanky guys. Are you just saying that because you've called yourself lanky? Ah, uh, perhaps. What I'm not as I'm on? not as tough or as intimidating as Chaz Rowe, and he's got the tattoos and everything too going. Yes. He's in the beard, like that is. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get you a tattoo sleeve one day, buddy. That, that's there we gonna go. happen one of these days. <laughs> one of these days. Um, so we put a question out on Twitter. Uh, of course, news broke yesterday about some of the fines and suspensions doled out. We uh, we went to our fan base and in our listenership, uh, what they think of the suspensions to Aroldis Chapman, Kevin Cash, and Aaron Boone. Um, if you remember, Aroldis Chapman has been suspended three games, uh, although he is appealing. Kevin Cash, one game suspension. Aaron Boone, one game suspension. Fair, unfair. Ulysses first, before we get to some comments, what do you think about these suspensions? And I, I know they're fined an undisclosed amount as well. This this is what I, I was alluding to yesterday when I said he shouldn't have set the 98-mile-an-hour stable. Mm-hmm. I mean, we think it's hilarious now, right. uh, but that's what got him, yeah. the, the game suspension. And you know what? What better way to serve a game suspension when your team comes back and wins it for you and wins it for their pride? 
Love it. So yeah, you have to you have to take the game. Aaron Boone. Hey, whenever a uh, a player gets suspended for these types of reasons for throwing at somebody, the manager's always going to get uh, a suspension too. So tit for tat, one game each. I think that's fair. Three games for Chadman. Look, Brasso, who had the one hundred and one coming at his head, called it fair. So I can't argue with the guy that got a one hundred and one to his head who thinks it's fair. Right. So if he thinks it's fair, fine. But it's a little bit. Um, it seems light. It seems it, light. It seems light from the outside, and also Joe Kelly got eight games for kind of doing the same thing to Alex Bregman. So is it what's the the difference between what's the five game difference there because it's the astros yeah maybe because joe kelly gets those extra five games for making a talking. face yeah i guess for man, making a maybe I, I mean i'm so tired of manfred and his dude they're the worst or, like there is no there's no there's uniformity. no cohesiveness yeah there, there's a double standard on literally everything uh, you just don't understand how an organization with so many resources that's so big and powerful just keeps botching every decision. Yeah, it's really it's really quite terrible. Um, I'll say this. I mean, Chapman, isn't he a repeat offender? He's done this before when he was in a Reds uniform, not to mention his uh, you know personal issues, if you will, and that's putting it nicely. Like, he, here's what I, I would say. Okay, and I... I think it should be double three games. I think it should be six. And here's why. Here's my explanation. Um, first of all, you're appealing. So that's already like, right. what, couldn't he have pitched yesterday yes. if he wanted Which, to? By the way, good move on the Yankees not to put Chapman on the mound. Right. Yeah, that was I, I think that, that was a nice little olive branch. You know, he's well, also they're down he's by available. four. Not a safe situation. So true. True that, true that. But again, you've seen closers, you know, go That's into true. a game just to get some work done. So that was good. But here's why. Okay, so you have the you had the Rays rubber match. That's one game. Yep. Today, I believe they have a one game makeup versus the Mets. That's another game. Okay. And then the Yankees have a four game series versus the Orioles, which includes a double header. So a couple seven inning games. I say. You suspend him for that whole series, and then you bring him back after that. So Rays one game, Mets one game, and then the the weekend series, I guess, if you will, versus the Orioles. It might be a wraparound. I'm not sure, but and then that cle- then you're okay. You missed you've missed a series basically. I, the, I I agree with the 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 idea. I just it it's. It's the Yankees, it, yes, and it's not going to happen. But I do agree with the fact that if they're always going to appeal, so three games, now it's going to turn into two or possibly one game suspension, which would be ridiculous. Hey, already give it to five, so he actually does get to serve three games. Right. Yeah. If you think three games is what is going to happen, put it to five, and it'll go down to three. Which, by the way, the appeal process for suspensions in MLB is one of the, mo- is one of the most – ridiculous things of mlb you know you don't get to hear why uh the the appealing process and duane nba said it right if he appeals and the appeal is the the suspension is reduced if i ever get in legal trouble i want the people that appealed for chapman to (laughs) represent me when i get into trouble because i don't know what kind of basis they have to say that that didn't you know that throw wasn't intentional. 
you know what's really funny about that? So do you know Wheels on YouTube? He does Yankees recaps and highlights and kind of no. commentates the game. He's got like he's got a big subscriber base and is pretty popular on YouTube. This was a direct quote because I wanted to go back and watch the highlights just because I like to watch the highlights sometimes after a game. Quote, Chapman hasn't had control this season, so there's no reason to believe that he threw at Brasso last night. Um, also, he says, Boone did nothing to deserve a suspension. Johnny Cochran over here, come on. <laughs> uh, Jerry Spence, F. Lee Bailey. Man, maybe, maybe Wheels is representing Chapman in this whole deal. Just, um, I mean, it's crazy. Like Yankees fans, it goes to show you that there are people that will believe anything out there. There are flat yes. earthers, there are... There are conspiracy theorists, not our types of conspiracies, which we joke about baseball things and whatnot. Yeah. But like, it, it goes to show you that it's, some people are just absolutely, completely delusional. It's, yes. it's really quite comical, <laughs> to be frank. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and move on to, we've got a lot of comments from uh, listeners on Twitter that weighed in on the suspensions. Quinlan Deegan says, Chapman should have received eight games like Joe Kelly. Boone should have received three to five for starting things early, keeping them going and allowing his guys to pursue more at the end. Cass deserves his one game for the threat he put out there in the post game. Uh, at American Loco says, I don't think it was dealt with fairly. It gives the impression that Boone only got nabbed for Chapman. If Chapman inspired to throw at B, that logic suggests Tanaka inspired to throw at Wendell. Uh, Matt Germain says, personally, feel like Tanaka should have been suspended as well and that Chapman should have gotten four games to ensure he misses a minimum of two likely outings. Do you think Tanaka should have been suspended? Interesting. Neil Solon's put out there that that was the, the hardest fastball. I don't know if he said of the night or... I think of his career, of, of the season. Oh, oh, yeah, it was... Season it was or so career, 95. It was, it was fast. It was, so. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> what are the odds that the one time that he hits the, 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 the 95 mile an hour, uh, it, it hits Wendell? I, you got to think. Uh, so, yeah, maybe you, you, you throw out Tanaka. But then again, the Rays dugout was okay with even that one, like okay, that settles. That's it. baseball. We are That's done. old school baseball. So that should have left it right there. Yeah, exactly. If the Rays dugout thinks it's fine, then I think it's fine. Yeah, and Tanaka, quite frankly, was punished enough in spring training when he got that liner back at the head from Stanton. Yeah, that's Oof. not a laughing matter, but no, serious. Yeah, I don't think Tanaka really. I mean, that's baseball. Um, Peter Glasgow also weighing in on Tanaka. Tanaka gets off scot free for his body shot. And Boone getting just one when he's clear that the guy pulling his pitcher strings. Cash knew his last quoted sentence was going to get his collar, but felt it needed to be said, so no issues there. Yeah. Uh, at Eric Ryan, Nicole one says, how in the heck does Chapman throw 101 right at a race player's head? Then Joe Kelly throws behind a guy's back and gets eight games. Why the Astros are obviously more protected than the mm -hmm. Rays. Boy, is that true. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, no, I'm not even going to say it. Just you know, the Astros <laughs> giving some of their their World Series winnings to Manfred underneath you, the table. You, you, you can keep the you can keep those comments when, after we stop recording. How about that? That's true. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Bob Smiley says Kev took one for the team, didn't he? I thought Madden was the best coach I've ever seen, but hard not to love Cash. Bet the mm. players love him. Look at Kevin De Niro comment. Kevin De Niro fan slash moment. What is your? Uh, what is the term 
where people are uh, either upset or happy with presence approval ratings. What is your approval <laughs> rating right now of uh, Kevin think, Cash, Crash, De Niro right now? I oh, I think Kevin, uh, Kevin Cash is a, a very high approval rating right now. Today, his stock is uh, at its highest. It's been since game four of the ALDS That's true. <laughs> last year. And you agree with that? It's not just the, the fan base out there. You Are you a, overall approving of Yeah, I mean, look, okay. what he has been done this season is ridiculous. I mean, you, you can't – you shouldn't win with guys that – just you pick up from the street and I, I and that's that's obviously a joke but i mean who knew about these i mean we went through the names the other day these are no name guys and they're doing it yeah. they just do their job and move on to the next guy and that has to be cultural within the organization we believe in an all for one you do your spot you do your spot and then that will equal a really good product I'm trying to think of a good analogy of like another sports team, like the San Antonio Spurs, maybe with a lot of unheralded guys, or I, I can't think of it at the moment, but there are teams out there that it's the sum of all the parts rather than superstars, a couple superstars like the Yankees have. Um, yeah. Like Taylor says, fair outcome, but thinking Chapman will appeal and get reduced. Uh, mm-hmm. And Thomas Lane says, I'm fine with it. Uh, also got some emails, uh, one from our good buddy, Ty McCann. He says, gents, I really believe the best revenge is success. We did not need to go head hunting, but rather for the guys to come out of the gate swinging and to win not only this series, but to dominate the season series is much more satisfying. I was especially excited for Brousseau when he hit those retaliation bombs. This team just has a different feel to it than recent raised teams. They play up to their potential, and they are able to tap into something extra when they need it. Also, I wanted to say it was a great first start back from the IL for Morton. I don't think we could have asked for a better starter today, given the motions as well as the implications of the standings once all was said and done. Let's note that Frenchie's bombs both came against a lefty and against a righty, and they were both a uh, to left field and to right field. If if there was ever a guy who was pumped up about a game and and just gave it his best, that was Frenchie last yeah. night. I mean, you you saw it. That was awesome. That was he, awesome. He hit the Postmates sign too. Give it a little shout out to Postmates. <laughs> also, he knew we were going to talk about it. Yeah, I have a feeling that he was growing up in Northwest Indiana, that he might have been a fan of the Chicago Cubs and perhaps a fan of Sammy Sosa with the little. Home run Ooh. hop there, little throwback. Did you see on the first one? Yeah, he did the Sammy Sosa shuffle, but then he kind of twisted his chest towards the the Yankees dugout. Am I? Am, did I read that wrong? Uh, I thought I saw something like that, and I loved it. Maybe the best thing might have been. I can't remember if it was on the first home run or the second home run. He comes around once he hits and steps on home plate. He puts up his, his arms and he uh, he unvelcros his batting gloves. Like time's up, guys! Like it was just a, a nice little salvo yeah. there uh, for Mike Brissell. Yeah, you gotta love, you gotta love Frenchie. Um, and Chase Ross also sends us an email. He says, "I can't wait until April 9th through eleventh, twenty twenty-one. I hope that we win the World Series. Guess who we open at home? 
Yes, the bad brother Yankees. I would like the big brother to see little brother celebrating his first championship. Look at that. Get in the rings like uh, on a Yankee series. That would be that would be pretty cool there the the Yankee fandom couldn't uh, resist to 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 yell poverty at a Yes. Yeah, or 27 uh, rings. Yeah. And Chase Ross has been accurate on his predictions of late, so I Chase, like this prediction a lot. Chase, well. give it to us. I like Keep it. Saying you know things what? like this. Say we, Kevin th- <laughs> will win a million dollars. I mean, please, come go. on. Yeah. Hey, uh, throw me a bone here. Um, look, today's an off day, so I think every Rays fan is going to automatically sit at their couch at 7 p.m. and expect a game to yes. be in front of their uh, in front of them, but there won't be. So let's take a day. Uh, we'll put up a, a tweet later on today about a mailbag segment for tomorrow, mm-hmm. which will be interesting. And um, go Rays, man. Yeah. It, it feels good to be a Rays fan right about now. It really does. And I think if we've got time tomorrow, we'll introduce a couple of fun prop bets, a couple new prop bets as well. Ooh. With no Rays game, I'm not sure if the Giants play or not, but it might be worthwhile tuning into the Giants game because your boy, Daniel Robertson, has started his Giants career with an impressive <laughs> three for six. 500, buddy. Okay, now, now you can sit him down the rest of the season so I can win this prop bet. Please, Giants. Yeah, it, it, w- it would work because I gave it to you, you know. Yes. But uh, yeah, let, 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 I'll, I'll tune in. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, sometime, hey, another man's trash. It's another man's treasure. So maybe he just needed an opportunity. He wasn't going to have it with the Rays. Brousseau clearly is the better player. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he. I'm sure he enjoys the analogy there. Of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, man, slipping in some D Rob talk. This has been quite an episode, and we thank yes. all of you for your interaction as well. Uh, also, if you're interested in advertising with the show and promoting your business or organization. Email us at LockedOnRays at gmail.com or text the word advertising to 33773. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you on Friday.